And we are live. We are back, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to Rankable episode 20 or 25. Wow. 25. 25. No, one of those. <laughs> but thank you again for everybody joining. I'm your host, as usual, Jared Thomas, Senior Account Executive at iPool Rank. As you see, I'm joined by a special guest today, um, Director of Revenue, my friend, mentor, <laughs> and direct boss, Chris Hart. Thank <laughs> you, too, Jared. I like the friend part. Introduce me as your friend. That's the best part. Man, you all the above. I got you. Got a lot of hats, brother. <laughs> One head, lots of hats. Lots of hats. And thank you, marketing, for correcting me. We're actually on episode twenty-three. <laughs> it's been so so much going on, guys. Twenty-three, twenty-three episodes. Twenty-three episodes. Time has been flying. It's been an enjoyable experience. I definitely appreciate everybody who's supporting. Everybody who's live here today. Um, what our topic today is going to be really just helping. You guys understand how do we start the podcast? Where did the ideas arise from? And how do we get to here? And then what are some of the goals for 2021? So to help you, you know, start your own and hopefully grow your business the way we have, you know, internally ourselves. So um, do you want to just start with how we how we started it, Chris? Or yeah. <laughs> um if I look back, it was Sunday, a Sunday. A Sunday. And, and it was like Eight eight thirty, and I look at my phone and it's ringing and it's your name on my phone and I'm like, uh, okay, hey Chris, I'm looking at LinkedIn. I'm seeing all these people make these posts and these influencers and stuff. I could do that. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. I'm like, all right, let's go, let's do it. And then I, you know, like I'm like I'm old because I'm having a real phone. <laughs> and and then from there I was like, okay, all right. And then Monday came around and you were like, here's my plan. And you had this thing like drawn. I don't know if you had it drawn out in the past or sometime between like 8, 30 and like 11 o'clock on Monday morning, you just went to town and outlined a plan. But you had this idea of, you know, of what turned into what we have here. I mean, we could talk more about those, those items if you want, but, but that's literally how it, how it started. You were like, I see this. And then maybe you could talk about why you were looking at that and, and what made it important for you. Yeah. And then you had your plan. And then we just kind of, we didn't try to make the most perfect thing. We tried to make a thing and we tried, we, we made it better every, every time we had more and more conversations. Yeah, we were fine. Like my, my big thing coming into iPod rank. So once I, once I met Mike for the first time and then I did my research, obviously going through the, the, the sales process and the hiring process, I noticed, first thing I noticed is his Twitter following. So I see Mike and I'm like, wow, he's got about 50, 60,000 followers. Like he's, oh, he's owning it. He, he's able to grow a business, you know, such as ours and able to you know, increase his visibility, his brand. And that's something that was inspiring to me. So I go on LinkedIn and I just see all these influencers, they're all posting the same stuff. And it's just, look at me, look at me. And I'm like, it, I've, gotta, I've gotta be able to do it. I just came from a social listening platform. So I understand the analytics really well. And I understand what makes people tick on on you know social platforms so i said that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna own this one channel because i don't see a lot of a lot of us or our brand on there and i want to own it right. so when it first came in the first couple of weeks you know we're, we're starting here and i pull rank i would go downstairs get my coffee to start the day and then me and another sales colleague of mine lee shout out to lee we would just pull up our phones and then we would just pick a topic pick any topic and then we would just go for it for two minutes, no editing, no anything. We would just straight publish straight to, uh, to LinkedIn, right? 
within the first three months of doing that, right, one major thing happened to me. I made a text post that got picked up by the LinkedIn editors, and that ended up getting close to 40,000 views within the first day. Mm -hmm. Caught the bug. <laughs> right there. caught the bug i'm like oh my god i'm famous ah. the, first, the first one's free you got to pay for the rest yeah <laughs> so once that happened i'm like okay there's some traction here what can we do and it was to the point where me and lee would go to get lunch or me and Dylan would go to get lunch and people would recognize us on the street and then that's i was like hey we have something tangible here and then how we shifted to the podcast was with the pandemic you know, we had all this equipment prior to the pandemic of doing it in office and then everything just completely stopped. So we're like, how can we just pivot on the fly to still utilize this idea that we have and bring it to the masses and, you know, stay top of mind for buyers and connect with buyers and, and provide valuable content to the users and everybody else we speak with. And then we just do started doing the Rankable. And I remember the first episodes, they were, they were very tough. <laughs> They were tough. If you guys listen back to the old ones, I have no prior experience doing this. Um, this is my first time even doing like a public speaking thing aside from music. And I was nervous. You know, this is my company. This is something that this is like something I'm trying to build from scratch. And I haven't ever executed or accomplished that. And to see just where we are today and then where we're looking to go for 2021. Right. Um, you know, the main goal here for, or the main piece of advice for everybody is just it doesn't have to be perfect. Right. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just do it. And then well, let's, let's just say a few a few things on that. Like rankable is your thing. Like, like you you are the substance behind rankable, right? For, for sure. better or for worse, right? Um, we as an organization offered some scaffolding and some framework for you to flesh out your idea onto. Right now, in the beginning, we talk about what was hard. Like I remember the first round of questions. You said, "Hey, what do you think of these questions?" And it was like, "What's your name?" <laughs> you know, I was like, "Where'd you grow up? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Where'd you Where'd you go to high school?" No, nah, it wasn't that bad. But like, we have a thirty minute window, and you we managed to, in a short period of time, capture some lightning in a bottle where there was interest in some pretty serious people and we didn't you know go barking up trees and rattling cages to get all our mm -hmm. friends to come out we could have yeah right um and that's an avenue um and, and i don't you know poo poo that in any way yeah. but the, the key component i think you kind of went past really fast is you picked a topic and then you made a genuine piece of content post on the topic it was what you've what you hung out there in your post was not the a you know the the typical kind of stuff like you you know lifted the kimono and really showed what you had underneath in your heart and your soul and that resonated with specific people that also had good followings yeah and by default of association of being true and truthful that transparency led people to come to you, right? Yeah. And then you kept on that thing, right? You kept that going, right? And even so, you know, yeah. and you know, I mean, I don't want to own all the conversation, but like that's that's really where you your your badge is hung on. Like you're real. You're real in a lot of ways. I appreciate that, it. Right. And you know, there are Anyway, I'll leave it there at that point. But you're you're very yeah. real in a lot of ways in your conversations and in your posts. 
and that that's refreshing in a number of ways as opposed yeah. to lightly veiled sales posts yeah that's what it is I, yeah. everybody does the same thing on linkedin everybody does the same thing on social and the biggest problem misconception that everybody does is i have to be a certain way on this platform because yeah. what my business is tied to and that couldn't be further from the truth it's like one big party out there just imagine spring break there's thousands of people hold, holding up the walls and there's about a hundred people dancing and we are <laughs> the hundred people dancing we all is know this, each other. is this spring break when you went to spring break or because I, I went to spring break it was like a foam party like up to here i think i foam everywhere Oh, I wish I wish that I went there, but uh, <laughs> but that that's essentially hey, what it's like. a, a nightclub with foam everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Miami days in the eighties, <laughs> Mexico, better than Mexico. <laughs> but yeah, that that's essentially oh, what, what it is. Right there, La Boom, ring a bell, anybody? <laughs> yeah, cool. I've been to, but yeah, uh, there you go. But um, that that's essentially what allows us to even book it, because like you said, you touched on it, right? We weren't. We weren't just going out to our personal friends. Everything that we've done to this point has been organic. Yeah. You know, yes, we, we've leaned on some current clients and we're certainly grateful for that. We lean on some relationships we do have, but most of the people I don't know, right? These are people that I've been connected with for several years, never used the platform. I never utilized it in a way to tell my true story. And then me telling that story of how I've overcome certain situations in sales. Uh, maybe sometimes I, I've got the short end of a stick at, at, at certain companies or whatever the case may be, right? And that just resonates with people because they see where we are today. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what really resonates with people. So by the time I actually do the outreach and I reach out to whether it's a CEO of a brand, whether it's COO or some of these C-level executives, yeah. it's just, hey, I know you. You know why I know you? Because I yeah. see you every day. <laughs> and the stories that you post are not lightly veiled truths. Yes. <laughs> They're <laughs> real yeah. things. So when a person then starts to exchange messages with you or then in a conversation yeah. with you, it's a what you see is what you get. And there's no like bait and switch in the whole thing, right? And, and the feedback from the guests has been, it's been a refreshing conversation. It's been real. I felt like I could tell my story, right? I wasn't constricted by what somebody thought their podcast need to be and they were trying to control me and i think that was a key pivot in your from your initial set of questions where you were trying to whatever instead of blocking and tackling you basically <clears throat> set up and said hey we're here at the end of the story i'd like people to know this how do we get there and then those conversations occurred between you and, and the guest and 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 then that has led to better conversations. Let's talk about our guests. Like you've had, what is it, 22 so far? So from zero to 22, right? Yeah. And how many do you have booked out for 2021 so far? We have all the way to April. So we're already up to, I think, episode 39 booked. Thir so you've got more episodes booked than you've, than you've almost had in some. <laughs> yeah. Right? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And and the people talk about the people that you're coming that you have coming on, because. Like, you know, the sentence, you know, birds of a feather playing a person's sandbox. Yeah. There's an attraction there when people of that quality start to show up in onesie twosies and then you get quality and quantity. You're onto something. 
Yeah, totally. So, so talk about that a little bit about yourself because you earned that. Yeah, so to be honest with you, so the guests we have coming up, like say for instance, for January 7th, we have the CEO of Rap Snacks. So if you guys aren't familiar with them, he is somebody who's worked with Master P and he's actually made this food brand that is really the first hip hop food brand. So if you go into local stores or you know certain supermarkets, you'll see it on the rack. It'll be like a Cardi B, you know, jalapeno chip. It'll be a fabulous jalapeno chip or Migos barbecue or something like that. And it's something that really is taking off. And the reason I was able to get these people, like, and even going down the list, we have Madison Butler coming in. She was actually on the New York Times for, you know, talking about how the algorithms and some some of the things or what what authenticity looks like on LinkedIn. And mm-hmm. she's gotten things like death threats and all types of things just for sharing her truth. And, and she was actually shared on New York Times. So we're gonna talk about like, how does authenticity play in that? Cause I look at her sometimes I'm like, whoa, I, I'm real, but damn, that's real. Yeah. <laughs> and how, and, and there's a fine line to how real I wanna be cause I don't want anything to impact my business. So we're gonna have the real talk with that. Uh, we've got the CEO of Revolt TV. So the person who runs the Revolt TV network, um, mm-hmm. media network, he's gonna be on March 4th. We've got some LinkedIn top voices, um, AJ Yon. We've got the VP of Wells Fargo, Desiree uh, Coleman, um, and just some really good guests. And, and these are all just from stemming from those real conversations. Because something about me, what I love to hear is not like you said, how we started in the beginning, which is, hey, what's SEO? Or how can we how can we utilize this to, to create more business for ourselves? But we just shifted. If, if we have a good relationship, that part is going to take care of itself. Yeah, you know what I mean? So yeah. it, it went from, you know, hey, how do I talk to you about something that we can maybe solve to let's just put that on the back burner and let's just talk. Like right. just a conversation. Who are you? How did you get to where you are? You know, what is valuable to you? And and really just understanding your story. And I think those have been the conversations. I think the the best conversation or one of the ones that stick out to me would be the Solomon Choi one. So the CEO of Sixteen Handles, right? And how he just yeah, how he explained his story. And we didn't even know each other, right? Uh, we've been connected. I think I pitched him ten years ago. It was a sleazy sales pitch. It was terrible. We laughed about it. <laughs> <laughs> like that was you yeah that's you man i'm like oh man but uh he he remembered me and i i just did a video message just like hey man this is what i'm trying to accomplish with you know the podcast i've seen your interviews and i just want to know from you because that's something i want to be or strive, strive to be i want to be a business owner at some point in my career and how do you get there without learning from people who are there and yeah and that and that's really what the value was and just having that real conversation who doesn't want to share their story you know some people don't get axed, and that's right. we we love. There's, there's probably a lot of criminals that don't want to share their real story. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah. But there's another key component that you just talked about right there. Your guests. All right. So if we look at the guests that we've had, we've had have had some clients that have had great experiences with us as an organization yeah. and wanted to come on to talk about that. Right. But. I'm going to categorize them as 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 guests that align with these other non-client guests, right? Whom it's not as if it was, hi, I am, you know, Benjamin Benjamin the eighth, whose great 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 grandfather invented, you know, you know this chip, right? Yeah. You know, and I'm now the executive vice president of this chip company, right? Yeah. You've had a lot of self-made people who have had situations or circumstances that they chose not to let those environmental conditions change their lives for a better and drove them into directions to solve for or find new, cool, creative things that allowed them to be themselves. Right. And that 
that is endearing when you get on a conversation with an individual who's yeah. just trying to be themselves. You're not out here trying to trying to fit in and be the you know the one of ten individuals all wearing the same clothes, wearing the same colognes, dressed the same, saying right. the same thing, speaking the same. You know, it's yeah. there's value in difference and absolutely. And you, you you know got a good you know little cottage corner on difference with successful business people who have chosen to not be the same but to be themselves. So you got a band Absolutely. full of people that are marching to the beat of their own drum, and when you get that many people together, it all sounds awesome, right? You know, like if I'm singing alone, it no good. But, <laughs> but, but if there's a uh, ten thousand other people that are all singing with me, I can hide in there and get along. Yeah. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head. You know, so. and that's definitely been you know I think the best I think the best part of it is one understanding people's stories, but the relationships you build from it, right? Like these are people that otherwise I would have never if right. I'd have cold emailed you know some of the people that we've had from any sales perspective, it probably wouldn't have worked. You know, and, and these are people that we have like for every and to give you guys context, people are listening, right? Before we do the podcast and go live at 1.30, typically I have the guests come on at one o'clock. And so what we do, I say it's an audio run, but technically there's the audio is the audio. It's nothing I can really <laughs> there's nothing I can really do with that, right? So all right, good to know. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 essentially what I use that time for is for us to get to know each other. And that's when we share our real stories, the stuff that's gonna be off air. And it's those conversations that we have from one to one thirty that make them open up by the time we get to one thirty. By the time we go live, we've already shared four jokes, five stories. Um, you know, I know your kid's name, you know my kid's name. And now it's just like, hey, let's do this thing, you know? And, and it leads for a better conversation, it leads for a better relationship. And like I said, just to be able to have these people and call them your friends, like I've had people out of, you know, the guests that we've had just say, hey, I just want to check in with you once a month. You know, right. just see how you're doing, man. What are your goals? And if there's anything I can help you with, just let me know. And sometimes that's more valuable than a sales conversation, right? Because yeah. I'm going to be top of mind if, if there's a need, right? So that's, that's the real benefit for, you know, the podcast, guys. Like, so if you're thinking of doing it, it is great from a branding perspective. It's great because you have a, a, a ton of content that's easy to do. It's easy to repurpose. You can use it in a multi, multi, you know, ways, you know, and distribute it through your emails, through social, you name it, right? You can be very creative with it. But like you said, it's just having those high level connections, right? And having and even having people come during the day, 1.30 in the afternoon to stop their day, you know, right. it, it, yeah. it's difficult. So it's kind of like some of the like remember in the eighties they I don't know maybe you do maybe you know, but, <laughs> eighty eight eighty eight that was four no <laughs> the uh, they had or the nineties early nineties they had those movies where at the end there was always the outtakes of bloopers right yeah. of the things that went on behind the scenes that nobody ever saw it never made it to the movie yeah. so your green room is that right and I've green seen some that. and I've seen some of that that's really where you know people kind of like the guard comes down yeah. The trust goes up, yeah, right, and then a caring conversation happens afterwards. What what could be really fun to hear for the people on, and what could be used later is what give us a couple of examples of how one or two of your your guests have become more friends with you than past guests or maybe potential clients, where they've 
you've, you've had these conversations afterwards, like, hey, have you guys gone to the Bronx Zoo lighting ceremony? Or have you guys, uh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm dealing with my kids issue here. Like, how's that? Is that, is this, is that part of where you're going with it too? Like there's an outside of the podcast conversation too. Absolutely. I think one, one was like that was Ken Gibbs. So I don't know if you guys saw it. If you do, please go back and check it out. But he's the head of series social for Amazon. He's somebody I consider a mentor, right? So a year ago, I met this gentleman at social media week, right? It's 500 people in a room. He's with Lala Milan. He's walking past everybody. Nobody pays attention to this gentleman. I go straight up to him and just ask him, can we talk? He ignores me for six months. I send him an automated LinkedIn response, happy birthday. And then he just says, my executive assistant is sending you a message. We're gonna be speaking on Friday bi-weekly. And I'm like, oh my goodness, that's how it happens. And then, you know, after our, our first conversations, we started to, to bond with each other. I told him my personal story. And just a year later, fast forward, like, our kids know each other, <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's something that, that really means something to me. Like if I have an idea tomorrow before I might bring it to you or Mike or something, I might, I might run it by him. You know, what do you think right. about this? Or, and, and that's yeah. instrumental to my career, just to have people, and just even for my motivation to reach out to these C-level executives that give me the confidence that I can, right? Somebody did respond to me. Somebody actually gave a damn when I asked them something and cares about me. And then like another instance was with the 16 handles, right? We're, we're, we're actually talk tomorrow. Me and Solomon speak once a month and we talk on the holidays. You know, what are you doing, man? You, you cooking turkey, you're deep frying, like what are you doing? And these are the conversations we have outside of, of the pod and work. And, and that means more to me than anything because mm-hmm. business is gonna take care of itself. But I just like you as a person. You know, yeah. that people yeah. like me as a person, it, it just means a lot to me. And that, that's been the most fulfilling thing out of all of this. That's similar to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that, that, that's been the, the, the key thing. But we've had some really good guests. Um, I think Seth was a really good guest. I, I've spoken to him afterwards. That was a good dude. I know Seth for a long time. He's a good person. Yeah, great dude. Um, Heather was a great episode uh, for HFC. That was a great, yeah. great, insightful episode. We had IBM on, which is a funny, funny story. These, these are all people that most of the time, or most of the people I spoke to, like Jesse from IBM, I met on LinkedIn. I was, right. we were going for the LA trip in February before the pandemic happened. I'm scrambling. I remember that trip. Yes, and I'm scrambling to try to get meetings booked because I'm, I'm with Mike and I'm like, hey, I've got to get 10 meetings booked. We're going to be busy. Our schedule is going to be tattooed and all this stuff. So I'm just doing cold outreach during the Super Bowl because a funny story, uh, I thought the meeting that we were going to have in LA was going to get canceled. So me, and, <laughs> so me and Mike are going to LA and the meeting is on. 50-50 right now if we're going to the office. And I'm like, I have I remember. to make up for it. So that was one of the, the craziest moments in, in my career where I'm just scrambling during the Super Bowl, didn't even watch it, and then somehow landed in the DM of the global SEO manager at IBM. And then he happened to be at PubCon, which is the event we go to. And Mike's going around the room like, hey, Jared, let's, um, I want to introduce you to some people. And they just come and give me a hug because I already know them. <laughs> so like stuff like that just helped, you know what I mean? And, and now I know his family, his kids, his wife. He knows my wife and like stuff like that I would have never imagined a year ago or even nine years ago because I was just straight spraying and praying and just hoping I just saw a yeah. photo. <laughs> and that was the furthest thing from the truth or the worst thing I could have been doing at that time. So you props, right? no doubt about it. Um, I'm glad you found your your way, right? I appreciate and, it. You know, nine ring lights later and four, <laughs> four green screens that didn't work. The fifth one finally worked 
<laughs> 10 different headsets. Sometimes your kids got them in the other room because they're playing video games. <laughs> oh, I, I get it. I get it. Let's. Yeah. Um, what are you most excited about for 2021 with your with your direction as you're going in here? What's the like if you were to look back at if you're in December of 2021 mm-hmm. and you're looking at looking back at what Rankable is about to become? What are you what are you thinking you're you're going to want to see? Be honest with you, I, I would love us to be the top the top thought about or the top viewed podcast when it comes to sales and marketing. Like that would be my goal. I want to be the I want to be the Joe Rogan, Joe Button of marketing. Right. <laughs> that's, that's what I, I really want us to be. And, and the benefit of that is one, these connections that we make, which is going right. to be in my career. Um, the branding is going to have on IPR because once again, yeah. like that restaurant analogy, if you see a hundred people staying outside the restaurant, you're going to think, damn, like I have to speak with these guys. How are they getting this? How are they able to accomplish this? And we're only a 16, 17 person strong organization. So right. I, I think that's a, amazing for us as a brand on top of what Mike and yourself and everybody else is doing. So by 2021, I want us to be in a place where we can look back. We have an abundance of content with all these C-level individuals. We can repurpose it. And I want people to say, damn, they really know their stuff. Or, hey, Jared motivated me to do X, Y, and Z. Or Chris' conversation helped me you know, optimize. I can't, you know, something. I want us to be useful and helpful just from aside from the regular sales cut and dry conversations. I'm going to throw a goal out there for you. All right. And it's on air. It's gonna, I'm going to have to accomplish it now. Let's yeah, you're going to have to do it now. <laughs> Um, I would love for you to have a real in-person event, okay. a day-long event where your guests come to that event and we set up something where the where these birds of a feather, real-level executives have a private one-on-one conversation with each other. And one-on-one, I mean in a group where... Yeah. We have a you know a one track one day event of things that matter to executives at that level, and have these guests come in and and connect with each other, and yeah. then figure out a way to record that, track that, you know, broadcast that at some level. But I think you've got a lot of people gravitating to you in one off scenarios, and that's fabulous. I'd love to see an event where they could, where these people gravitate to you in a group, right? That's my that's my goal for you for 2021. I would love once we get these vaccines and all this stuff. I would love to do it in person. That's what, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I would we, love we, to do it in we person. Find, we find a place somewhere in the middle of the United States that has good barbecue and Kansas. No, yeah. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> we find we find a place somewhere where it's easy for everybody to get to. Right. Uh, and people come in, they do their one day thing. We've got a really good track going on. Each people, each person presents on the thing that matters to them, that resonates with the group. And then people have, you know, a, a kind of like private networked event. And then we take that content and put it out there for the rest of the world to to realize, you know, the the caliber and quality of people you're bringing to conversation around you. That's it. Now, that'd be that'd be amazing. So that's something I'm working on for sure. And I would love to know if there's well, any- now you are because I'm going to put it in an OKR. Yeah, and I have to do it by <laughs> December. And I'm have to review it. And I'm like, <laughs> but I'm all for it, man. I, I just want I do want to say on air, man. Thank you for all the support, Chris. You know, and, and Mike as well, and to the entire team, man. Because you know, you guys have been championing me. You guys have given me all the resources and just supported me 
just for this idea and to see it to where it is now and where we're looking to go. Um, you know, I, I've never had that in the organization. I really appreciate you guys. It, it means the world to me. And the fact that we're here doing this and the support I'm getting, the DMs outside of this and hearing that I'm motivating people in different countries is like, it's, I never would have thought of that. You know what I mean? And thank you. I think you're giving us too much credit. Like I said, we, you're, and thank you, right, in a humble way. But we, we hung scaffolding around a few things and then let you be you and it's all you, right? I mean, the only thing we are doing is not letting the scaffolding fall down and and holding it accountable and, and we're all doing it, but it's you. It's legitimately you, yeah, I appreciate it. But that's the hard part. But some people, or at least some management and leadership don't know how to let people be themselves, right? What I, what I love about you and Mike and, and our team is that you identify the strengths and we play to those. You know what I mean? Like instead of just saying, hey, well, Jared, why don't you just send out a thousand different emails here, which is we still do and we still going to accomplish. But it's like I want you to do what, what plays into your yeah. just strengths of relationship building, you know, storytelling, things like that. Just being honest and authentic. And you allow me to do that at scale when somebody else could have been like, hey, this is how I do it. And this is how I want you to do it. And if you don't do it this way, you're out of here. You know, yeah. so from that from that point of view, I thank you guys for allowing me to be myself. And you know you you, ha you get you get this from me. You get the happy Jared. You get the Jared that's up at three, four in the morning doing decks. <laughs> I know. I get the phone calls and the emails. <laughs> so that so that for that instance, I, I just want to thank you both. And I, I'm 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 proud to be on the team. I'm proud of everything we've accomplished to this point. Um, thank you for everybody listening. I didn't realize it was two oh one already. If you guys have any questions about you know how do we get certain guests or what are some of the things we're building here or anything, just want to chat. Please feel free to go on LinkedIn, Jared Thomas. You know, send me a DM. I'm the most accessible person probably on the platform. I'm always, I live there. So, <laughs> so please text us. Um, next week, we got a, a recap of 2020 um, with the entire team. We're going to have some members from the team come on. We're going to talk about some of the things we're proud of this year. Um, what are some of the things we overcame? Because it was definitely a roller coaster year, given all the, you know, the current state of, of the world. And, and then on January 7th, we got Rap Snacks and season two of Rankable. And, we're looking for bigger and better things. So thank you, everybody, for the support. We're on episode 23. Wouldn't be here without you guys. Chris, thank you for the support, mentorship, and everything, man. And, and we'll see you guys next week. See you guys next week. Love watching you take your ride, Jared. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Have a great one, guys. And that's a rankable moment. <laughs> <laughs> that's rankable. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a great one. And see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Take care.